0: Okay. Good evening, everyone. Hope all of you are doing well. Tonight we're learning Maseches Yoma, Daf Nun, fiftieth blot of Maseches Yoma. More than halfway done. The Masechah ends in the late phase, Daf Pes. So we have approximately um, one month left of Maseches and then we'll be switching over, of course, to Maseches And today we're going to be starting right at the very top of Daf Nun, Amdalav, at, at the very top word. Um, however, for some context, we need to go back to yesterday's dialogue a little bit. Yesterday we were discussing the following case scenario: Kohen Gadol number one does the Shita on the par, uh, on his par, for which he gets kapara for himself and for the other Kohanim and for Eretz Unfortunately, before he can do the zrikas adam, he dies. Then Kohen number, Kohen Gadol number two, his replacement comes in, and our question was whether or not he could do the zrikas adam from the par that was shechted by Kohen Gadol number one, or if he needed a new par. That was a machlokas between uh, a number of shittas on the bottom of Memtes and And yesterday we questioned one of those shittas, which was Rav Yitzchak Nafcha. And now Rav Yitzchak is returning the favor and asking Akashio against Rav Ami. Rav Ami, if you look at the very uh, first of the long lines on Memtes and Beis, Rav Ami's opinion was, Bipar, he was of the opinion that one is not allowed to use, that coin Gaudel number two, who is the replacement, is not allowed to use the blood of the of Kohen Gadol number one who died. He has to start over. And that's our starting point for today. The Pasuk says after the Shechita, after everything is all said and done, what does the Pasuk say about the parts of the animal? All the pieces of the par. So what do we see from there? We see that even after the Shechita was done, it still has the halachic status of a par. And if that's true, Rav Ami, why would you be strict and say that the second Kohen can't use the the, uh, the dam? Rezrikah Saddam, from the par of the first coin who died. And he answers, no, it's just sheyotsi kulo. That pasuk doesn't mean to give status of the dam as being part of the parts It's just to say that all the animal parts have to leave. A very general statement. Okay, what about the next pasuk? So Rav Yitzhak Nafxas is chipping away against Ravami and he says, The pasuk says explicitly, and if you look at that pasuk in full, it's clearly after the shrita was done. So there we see, it's called parachatas and sirachatas. The third line, Amar of Papa, everyone agrees that when it comes to the skin and when it comes to the flesh of the animal and when it comes to the insides of the animal, everyone agrees in all of those cases, everyone agrees that that still has the halachic status of par. That's for sure. What do we have an argument about? That's what we're arguing about. According to one shita, dam is considered to be par, that would be the sheet of Rav Navcha that would say that the, the par is, the dam of the, of the first par is still the dam of the first par and it's good to go, you can use it. Umar sabar, dam lo ikri par. And the other sheet of Rav Ami holds the other way. Amar Ravashi, mistabra kimanda, amar dam ikri par. It seems to be the Rav Yitzchak Navcha is right that the second Kohen Gadol does not need to get a new par. But because dam is ikri par, the blood is still considered to be that of the. It's still considered to be a par even after the shlitah and death of the first klingado. So therefore, we're good to go, and you don't need to do anything else. Why is it that Ravashi thinks that it makes sense? Because says the Gemara the kodesh ben bakar. With this aron should come into the kodesh with this animal. Now, what do you think he's referring to? Atu You think he's going to drag him in by his horns? That's not reasonable. Ella, it must be that we're talking about it must be that the Pasuk is saying that when he comes into the Kodesh that is going to be considered the leniency as it were that if Kohen Gadol number one dies after the Shrita the replacement Kohen Gadol number two can bring the blood from, from the, that first par as The Idah. according to the other opinion, Ravami who disagrees and says that the blood of the first par cannot be used by the replacement Kohen Gadol. What do you do with this pasuk? What do you do with the pasuk that seems to say that seems to imply that it's the blood that we're talking about? Answers the Gemara. That pasuk means to say what, what's, the entry, uh, what's the entry requirement is that he needs to have a par, but it not, it's not referencing the dam. He just learns the pasuk differently. The pasuk's not talking about dam. It's just saying that without a par, he has no right to enter into the kodesh very good so then the, the gemara says um the Bakar LeChatas." period so that's how they differed differed in understanding the puzzle then the gemara asks another question you had asked yesterday the gemara you had asked us the following question if Cohen Gadol number one does the shita and dies, can kohen Gadol number two the replacement use his blood so says the gemara we have a beautiful and simple and clean Marimakov. Why didn't you learn it from the following source? Our question is complicated, but we have the following answer. But take a tape clay. Why don't we say that we're in the case of the Khatas shemesu be'alehi, that we're in a case of a chatas whose, um, whose owner had died? That's exactly our case. You have the coin gadol. Seemingly, he's the baal of the par, and he died. And whenever you have chata shemesu the misa azla. Then the animal is 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 totally a zero. There's zero value in it. And of course, obviously, we'd have to then have the second coin guddle, the replacement coin guddle, start from scratch. Pashat, that should be the case. Why didn't we learn from that case? So Amalei Ravin Bar Rav Rava. Amre tamidai your students have given an answer to this. Amr of Amram, what is the answer that your students gave in the name of Rav Amram, who was a student of uh, of, uh, of Ravin Bar Ravadah? They said to Rava, that your student, Ravamram gave this answer. This is a nuance. And the nuance is as follows. Is that when we say the halacha, that um, that if a, a person who has a khatas, person prepares a khatas and then he dies, that the animal is Lamisa, That's only true by a yachid. But if it were to be true, by, but it's not true by a tzibur, that if you have a korban that's for the tzibur, so then we don't say that the animal is the Misa asla, And that then opens up the possibility that Rav Yitzhak Nafra is still right, that maybe, just maybe, the blood for the second Kohen, for the blood from the first animal can be sprinkled by the second Kohen. Titnan, how do we know that when it comes to the Tzibor, that uh, there's no Misa? So says the Gemara as follows we're about a quarter of the way down on Dafnon Amidala. Titnan the Mishnah writes, um, I think actually there's gonna be a correction here. It's the Tanya, this is a Brisa, this is not a Mishnah. The Tanya, the Brisa writes, Omar Lo, or if it's Omar Lo, we're quoting a Brisa, we must be in the middle of the Brisa. We're gonna to try to infer, we're gonna to try to reverse engineer this Brisa. So pay attention, this is a, a little complicated, but um, I'm sure if you uh, stay tuned, you'll be able to, to piece it all together. Here's what the Brysa writes. Omar Lo, Reb Mea, responds to the Tanakama, we don't yet know what the Tanakama says. The hello, after all, par yom purim the paran yom kippur, which is our conversation today, the chavite, the gadol, and the some of the baked and fried items that the kohen gadol would prepare, u pesach, and the korban pesach, the korban hu. So Rav Meir is of the opinion that these things are a korban yachid, specifically mentioning the partial yom purim and in those cases, says Rav Meir, v'doches shabbos and he says that these korbanos are doches shabbos; they're brought on time on Shabbos. And as well that they can even be brought to Tuma. So says the Gemara. Lav mechlal. Doesn't it imply from the statement of Rav Meir about in response to I should say? Doesn't the statement of Rav Meir in response to the Tanakama mean? Doesn't that imply the Doesn't it imply that if Rav Meir is of the opinion that the uh, that the Parshal is Korban Yachid, it must be that he's responding to the Tanakama who says that it's it's Shel and that makes perfect sense within Rava's world because Rava wanted to say that the reason why we couldn't learn, we said about 10 lines down, why, did we, why didn't we learn out the tape Why didn't we learn out from Chata Shemesu Allah? The reason why is because when it's a Korban Sibor, that rule doesn't apply. So says the Gemara, no, that's not a good argument. According to your rationale, more specifically, according to the style of diuk that you made, that you reverse engineered the Tanakama from the Shita of Rav Meir, well, then something else doesn't make sense. Well, the Tamech de Kvatani de Braisa also writes, the same Brisa. Amar lo Reb Yaakov, v'halo tzibur, the de korban tzibur. There, he's referencing parhelam Dover and the other one, which is si'ire avodaz Both of them are korbanos, where they got a p'sak either from Sanhedrin or the Kohen Gadol, uh, respectively. And they ended up doing an avera de raisa, either a regular avera or avodazara. The Chagiga and the Korban Chagiga. What does he say, Rav Yaakov? He says the Korban Sibor, and what? In continuing in the Bryce of Ain Dochen Loasat Shabbos Loasat and these korbanos are not Dochen Shabbos, and they're also not able to be done the Tuma. So let's re, uh, let's reverse engineer Rav Yaakov. When Rav Yaakov said Omar Lo, Rav Yaakov, what, what was he, what was he saying? Vahalo, oh, after all, you got to be wrong. What was the previous shita? As we reverse engineer it and unpack it, here's what it comes out with: Michlau. The implication means that you would then have to assume that the case of Parhelam Davar Shel Tzibur—that's the name of it. Parhalam Davar Shel Tzibur. You can't say that that's a Korban Shel Yachid. So that's a rhetorical question. The Amar di Yachid, that which is impossible. Namely, the way that we tried to understand Rabbi Yaakov's understanding of the Tanakhama was the same style of inference as Reb Mayer's understanding of the Tanakhama, which means that the style of understanding was wrong. We looked at the word yachid and said, ah, oh, the Tanakhama must therefore hold sibor. And because this is not correct, therefore the Gemara changes gears. We're almost halfway down on Nunah Aleph, and the Gemara says, you misunderstood the whole brysa Ad sofa. Now we have to relearn this brysa. Ella says the Gemara, the Tanakama ka mahaderle. Reb Meir and Reb Yaakov were responding to the sheath of the Tanakhama. How so? The mahaderle. Sh- uh, the the Shameh, they heard. The ka'amar, uh, Korban Sibor Doche shaves Vesatuma. Rav Meir heard the Tanakama saying that this Korban Sibor was Doche Sashabes Vesatuma. This Korban Seabor could be brought on Shabbos and it could be brought the The Korban Yachid and a Korban which is a Korban Yachid, a private Korban, Enodoche the Loa and, and by the Korban Yachid, you're not, you're not allowed to be Doha Shabbos with the Korban Yachid. If I want to bring a random Nadav on Shabbos, I'm not allowed. The Loa Satuma. It also can't be brought to Tuma. So then says the Gemara, if that's how we understand the Tanakhama, the proper reading of the Tanakhama, then Omar, Lo, Reb, Meir, er Korban, Yachid, Klalahu, your rule about a Korban Yachid can't be a general rule because after all, the Halo are Yom Kippur, Mechavite, Kohen God, Pesach, the Korban Yachid, the Tanakhama said a rule about a Korban Yachid that it's not Mechal Shabbos. That's not right. There are plenty of times that it is. And on top of that, this is the second. Uh, statement. Now this, we're back to Rabbi Yaakov. When Rabbi Yaakov saw the statement of the Tanakama, he also retorted it didn't like it either. And he says, Rabbi Yaakov, Korban Sibor, your rule about the Korban Sibor, that also can't be a hard and fast rule that a Korban Sibor is always brought on Shabbos. You've completely, you, you made all the rules wrong. So the Tanakama wanted to make a blanket rule about a korban yachid and Rav Meir blew it out of the water. The Tanakama wanted to make a blanket rule about the korban seawar and Rav Yanko blew it out of the water. Ella says the Gemara, and this is the Makkah of this b'ray, so let's understand it clearly. Nikot hai Take this rule in hand. This is how we should view korbanos. Kol mano kavua doches shabes Any korban that has a zman that is kavua, namely a korban tamid, uh korban Musa, uh Corban Chagiga, uh, korban Pesah. any korban that has a specifically set time, that set time will trump. It'll be docheh as Shabbos. It can be brought on Shabbos versa tumah, and it can be brought even betumah afilu against the Tanakama, even if it's only a private korban. And on the flip side, the whole kabu. If you have a korban that doesn't have a fixed time. Then, and now we have a clear understanding of how Rav Meir and how uh, Rav Yaakov understood the So Then the Gemara asks another question. We're about two-thirds of the way down, a little bit more. Asi asks the following question. In the following case of par Kipurim, let's say that the, the Kohen Gadol separates out his par and his sayer for Yom Kippur, and then Sha'avdo and the animals got lost. And they replaced them with new animals. The halacha is, and Hulam well, Yamusu. There's one thing that's missing here. You separated them and then you found the original one. So you had an, par one and seir one and you lost them. So then you got par two and seir two to replace numbers one and two. And then you found one and two. Now you have four animals two parim and then you also have two seirim. So the halacha is, they're all, they're all, none of them can be used. Now we're going to need animals three uh, for par and animal three for seir. And similarly, just like in regards to the par and se'ir, that if they were lost and we replaced them and the initials were found that they're all going to die, if you have a se'ir avodas kochavim, someone gave a psak that a particular mice that was mutter turned out to be avodas kochavim, that in such a case, if you bring the animal as the hakrava to uh, ask for, for forgiveness, and Sha'avdua was lost. V'hifrei and you found the and you you got replacements, and then you found the original ones. So kulam Rabbi That's what the Tanakhamah Rabbi Yehuda says that all, all four of the all two of these animals need to die. No, yiru anshi istavu. Let them graze until they uh, get some type of move, some type of blemish, and then vidim Then you take their money and the the value of those of those uh, animals. And you put them in the Nadava pot. You put them in the Nadava pile so that people can uh, bring porbanos for Nadava. Shein um, chatas chatas mesa. So what do we see from here? That what was listed in the beginning of this brysa? Abai is asking your kasha from a brysa. If you look back up a few lines, the brisa opened that par, this satyr shayom And then at the end of the brisa we refer to them as tibur. So it seems to be that the par that sheyamah uh, kippurim is shaltzibor, which is against one of the sheets that we saw earlier today. O'mar my par, must be par halim davr Maybe when the bryasa says par, it's not talking about the par of yomah kippurim. Maybe this par is a reference to a par halim davr So then the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Bahashal yomah kippurim katani. The bryasa reads, look at it yourself. It's five lines above where we are. It says, by abai par kippurim. How could you say that that word par means par halam davr shal it followed. It's followed by the words that it's uh yom it's it says the Gemara kiktani, maybe when it said the word par, maybe the word par was only ad seir. Uh, kiktani seir, excuse me. When it says the words yom kippur, it's only a reference to the seir, but the par is taka, a reference to par halam davr about a different korban. And then you no longer have your question that this brysa indicates that the par shal yom is a uh, korban tzibur, whereas others would hold that it's not the Gemara. That also doesn't work. The Hatanya, you're not reading the Brisa correctly, but either way, we have a new Brisa. Take a look at how explicit this Brisa is. The Hatanya were eight, nine lines from the bottom of Daphna. No, 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 no. The Brisa writes, Par Shal That's pretty pretty explicit. It doesn't say Par Vish It's Par MaKipurim, and then it repeats the whole Brisa. I'll read it quickly because we've already learned it once. So if, you, if, you, if the Kohen all separated out those two animals, shavdo and then you lost them, and then you got replacement ones, and then you found the initial ones. And this is of the opinion that they all have to die. And now the Gemara really has a very strong question, because uh, now we see very clearly that the par that's referenced in the Brisa is a par about a Kohen. About a, a, uh, is a part of the Kohen on Yom Kippur, and we see that it's Tibor It says the Gemara. No, those last few words there, four lines from the bottom, that say she'en chataz Tzibur mesa. Says the Gemara, I, I, we have to change the brysa. Lo tema, don't say she'en chataz mesa. That's not what the closing of the brisa is. Elaema chatas shutfin mesa. Not about chatos tibur. and the par Shayyim Kippurim is not necessarily. Um, uh, the form is not necessarily a Parshavenkipurim. That's not necessarily what's going on here, but rather it's talking about Shutfin and it's not talking about Tziburim. And when you have the Ashuta, Ashuta, when you have Shutfus with a particular orban, then it's never Lamisa. what is the difference between these two answers? It says the Gemara, Kohanim This is a, a side point in the Gemara. And the basic point is that Rava was concerned that his Talmidim would have misunderstood something. Uh, the reason why he was uh, edging away from the answer of saying that a Kohen is treated, the Kohen's korban of a par is treated like a tsibur is because we don't want to interact with this animal in the same way as we would with a regular par halam davershal tzibor. And therefore, uh, he didn't want the kohanim to have to bring a korban in that way. And therefore, he differentiated, uh, he differentiated his answer. Good. So then says the Gemara, uh, three lines from the bottom, let's ask another question. Sorry, last line. toshma. Last line on the page on Aleph, turning to the top of Nana Bay's Toshma, the boy Rebelazar. Rabalazar the Amora asks a question. What question does he ask? The divreha omer korban yachid. According to the Shita, that the power of the Gadol and Yom Kippur is a korban yachid, Osetmura, O Eino Osetmura. Would we say? That if one, it's Us her to do this, but if one were to swap out that animal and transfer its Kedusha to another animal, would it work or would it not work? So before even answering this question, the Gemara makes an inference. Lav michalal just from the question, doesn't it imply to ekalamanda amar, Sibor? Did Sibor? Doesn't it imply from the question the fact that we even entertain the possibility that there could be tmura? It must be that someone must hold that there is the shita of Tzibor. And that's because Tmura only works with yachid and not Tzibor. So there must be another shita. Otherwise, the question is easy. Says the Gemara, no, no. just like we saw in the bottom of the page. Mechlal de'ikolamandu amr No, that's not true. Maybe the question is not being asked um, uh, purely about uh, a regular case of a par yomaki but it could be one that's owned the shutves. And there are other kohanim that, are, that take part in this particular korban, as we'll see momentarily, that it's not just the Kohen himself, but there are other people who get kapara because of this. And therefore, we should say that maybe we should ask a shiloh if the tumura, if trying to <clears throat> transfer the kadusha of this para to another animal would be something that would actually work. And going back to that shila, we are going to just dig in a little bit four lines down into this sugya. We're going to end at the top of the page about four lines down on Nunalev. Amidalev says the Gemara four lines down from the Nunamud Bay is gufa. Let's analyze this line that we just learned. Boy, the brysa we just saw that's not a brysa, it's a comment from it's a question from Rebbe Lazar who's in Amora. So Rebbe Lazar had asked, mm-hmm. the question we asked does the does the mechanism of transferring this partipurum into another uh, into another animal, making that new animal cutler, does that actually work? my I don't understand the question that he's trying to even ask. If you want to say that we're trying to determine who the owner is, is it the Makdish, the person who actually did the tmura, or is it the beneficiaries, the people who actually get the kapara? That's Shita, that's for sure. That can't be what the question is. Shita Dabas are miskaparaslin. Everyone agrees that the owner of this particular korban would be the ones who are miskapir. Everyone who gets kapara because of the parshi and they're gonna have a stake. They're gonna be able to own a piece of what's going on here the Amr Rebbe Bo Amr Rebya Yochanan HaMaktish, he's gonna say three lines here, that the middle line is the one that's important for us. HaMaktish Mosif Chomesh, a person who's Maktish, uh, an animal that he should not has to pay a, a, a penalty of 20%, it's actually 25%, 20 is off of the new total It's 25%. So HaMaktish Mosif Chomesh, and then here's the line that we need, the uh, Aper Ose So this shows us that the person, who the people, I should say, who get Kapara are the ones who are the Bailin. They're the ones who are osa batmura So it can't be like we saw earlier, the possibility that it was the owner, who the person who did the tumura that becomes the bal. Everyone who's a Baal Kapara, who's a bar Kapara, which is everyone for whom the Korban was functional, they're the ones who are the owners. And then his last line, We can basically skip that line for now, but I'll, I'll translate loosely that if somebody, were to, uh, were to give an animal on behalf of his friend, so the person who gives the animal, that person gets uh, tovas anah, he gets to then choose which Kohen uh, gets the, the benefits of that particular trade, but uh, that's not, not a sugya for now. So this is Akasha. What exactly was the question of Rabbi Lazar? After all, it can't be about who it was the owner, because Rabbi who told us who the owner is, that whoever is going to be a bar kapara, which is all the people, for whom the korban is being brought, they're the owners, it says the Gemara really Shita Absolutely, you're correct, no doubt about it. That's not what Rabulazar is asking. ka um, mi This is really the question that he's asking. Do we say that his brothers, the Kohanim and the Basin Mikdash are Bekviusa? That they get a proper and formal and full just like the kohen forgiveness or do we say oh, know, kapri, that maybe it's just like a different level they're not really by they're really secondary to the kohen and the hakira can be thought of like this the kohen god let's say i'm the kohen god i'm in the base of mikdash i have this power i'm the one doing all the work i'm the one who first and foremost gets kapar everybody else follows me that's called kufya that's the second version if we say it's bekluyusa, then no. that whatever the Kohen is doing, it's like the principle in halach of kamoso. What he's doing is mamish for me. It's, it's for me. So I'm, we're one in the same, two peas in a pot. This was his question. Do we say that Echav Kohanim were the same? Yes or no? How does the T'mura affect them? Yes or no? It says the Gemara as follows. Next question. We're about almost halfway down, a third of the way down. Nunamudbe says the Gemara Toshma. We have a b'risa that reads as follows. Chomer Bezebach. There's a stringency by korbanos mibitmura. There's a stringency by korbanos which is not true by by tmura, and the reverse is also true. The chomer bitmura mibezavach. There's also a chomra by tmura that doesn't exist by a korban by a regular shchita. Let's go through this. This is going to, of course, connect to our momentarily. Says the gemara, chomer bezavach. What's the stringency that we have by shchita that doesn't exist by tmura? She has no, hey, yachid That a, a zevach, there's no difference under certain aspects, of course. There, noeg bi yachid kibbet That, uh, as we spoke about earlier in today's blot, that for example, as long as a tzibur, as long as a korban is, has this man kavua, can be brought yachid or tzibor. There, we don't make a distinction. So, vidokh, a Shabbos, it's a tuma, uh, and you're allowed to be machal Shabbos for these korbanos, yachid or tzibor, provided that it's his man kavua. And it can be done with Tumah. And you can also make a tmura. You can also swap out the animals. This is not true by Tmurah, that the Tmurah animal cannot be brought on Shabbos, cannot be done with tumah, And of course, you can't do a Tmurah. It's already been done. So that's the Chumrah of a Zevach over a Tmurah. What about the reverse? Halfway down. Chumrah by Tmurah over a Zevach is as follows. Sheha Tmurah al-bal mum kavua that a tmura, if you take an animal that's a, that's a Balmum Kavua and you swap it out to an animal that's not a Balmum Kavua, it's a regular animal, that works. And that animal's holy. It can't go out to Kulun, to graze, to be worked, which is not true by a Zebach, that if you have an animal that's a, that's a Balmum Kavua, the animal's done for, it'll never be brought as a korban. Ask the Gemara, the Zebach that's referred to in this Brai hechidami. what type of animal are we talking about? If you want to say that this brysa, which is comparing the strengths of zevach versus the strengths of uh, tamura, if you want to say we're talking about a yachid, not every korban yachid is dachis Shabbos only some of them are. And if you want to say if you want to say that this brysa is talking about a that's also a problem because we know that a tzibur miyoset tamura that it, we, we learned this at the top of the amud that a, a Korban Simur cannot be part, a, part of Timura at all. And here's where we connect back to what we've been learning so far today. What must be the case? That this b'ritsa is talking about the power. It's talking about the case of the power of the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur. This b'ritsa seems to be clear, or at least it's learned to be clear that we are now talking about a korban yachid. So now we have a kasha. We learned earlier that one of the shitas is that the par, uh, the par of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur is a korban shaltzibur. And what do we see here? We see that that's not true. We see from this bright side, it's at least implied that this brysa is referring to a par, that is a korban yachid. And if that's true, so then kashya, what do we do with that? So answers the answer the gemara, amar of sheshes, lo. That's not a good way to learn the bright side. Maybe we're just talking about the Eloshal Aaron. Maybe this Brysa is only talking about the Ayal, the Ram, that Aaron Akoin head. But we're not talking about the Par. Because the Par wasn't explicitly listed in the Brysa. We made a new Kimta. We tried to understand the Brysa that way because it couldn't have been talking about a Yachid. It couldn't have been talking about a Sebor. So we came up with the solution. But says the Gemara, maybe it wasn't talking about that at all. It's not explicit. It was implied. And maybe your implication was wrong and it's not talking about a Par. But rather it's talking about the Ayal Shel Aaron. It says the Gemara It has to be that way, that this Brisa, that this brysa, which is comparing the Chumrah of the Zevach versus the Chumrah of the Tmura, it has to be that it's not talking about the um, the Par of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Why? If in fact you would have thought that we're talking about the Par, the Ram, the the Par is the, uh, the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur this Par, then that doesn't work because Tura De Par Shabbos vitu de lo the whole makriv karva. The inference here of our braisa, if our Mishnah, if this braisa had been speaking about, if this brisa had been speaking about a par, then there's an implication that's wrong. What would the implication be? That we, when we plug in the, the word par to our braisa, the tmura, when we try to trade over it to par, Shabbos lo muhudalodachya, that on Shabbos the korban could not be brought, of it implies makriv karva. That really during the week you could have brought that animal. And that's not true because yi, asla. this brysa cannot be talking about a par because if it was, then we would have a major halachic implication that is wrong from this brysa. And that would be that this tmura animal, you took the partial kohen gadol and be you transferred its kedusha onto a new animal. That animal cannot be shechted. That animal has to be lemisa. So therefore this brysa cannot be speaking about a par. We therefore assume the brysa is speaking about the ayal the ram of Aram. Says the Gemara, no, no, that's not necessarily true. Maybe it's le'olam paro. Maybe we are maybe you're right that it is talking about a par. I, what do we do with your kasha about a tamura that if a par is transferring, tran, has its um, Kedusha transferred to another cow, it can't be used? Yeah, but when the Vraisa was speaking about tamura, says the Gemara, uh, my tamura, just shame tamura. The mission is speaking globally about tamura. You're, you're right, you're, you're right, that if in fact we do this with a par, that it would be usher to do it and you wouldn't be able to shech that it would be, let me say, I I don't mean to be specific. When we talk about Tumura and this brites, we're talking at a 30,000 foot level. It says the Gemara, you can't have it both ways. And says the Gemara as follows. If you say that five lines from the bottom, if you're going to say that the Bryce is talking about a par, but when it comes to Tumura, we're only standing at 30,000 feet. And I don't mean to apply the par to the case of Tumura. Tumura is only a general topic. Then we should say the same thing about the other part of the Brisa. Zevach Nami, shame so, Zevach. Maybe when it comes to the Zevach, the, the Korban aspects of this Brisa, should would also be at 30,000 feet. Why would a Brisa speak about tumura and Zevach and compare one to the other and have them be in totally different playing fields? One of them is talking at 30,000 feet global discussion about tmura, and the other is this nuanced, fine-tuned discussion about Zevach. Totally ridiculous. You cannot have it both ways. If you're going to say that the tmura discussion is very general, we should say that the zevach discussion is also very general. Says loktani. Absolutely not. That when it comes to the zevach, we are certainly not talking about something global. We're talking about something very specific. Mimai, How do we know? Because when we said that the zevach was more chamur, was the that the had a above the tmura in that that we said that by an animal that was done with Temura, there's a leniency there about the Balmum, and that doesn't apply to uh, Zevach. If what you're going to say that Zevach was a global topic, it can't be. Because what you just described about what the Temura can be is exactly the case. As we turn to the top of Therefore, we see from here that the Mishnah cannot have been speaking about the Shem Zevach on the level of 30,000 feet because that which they identified in the Brisa as being unique about a Tmura, a leniency about a Tmura, has specific detailed applications in regards to Korbanos. So therefore, at this point, we're assuming that part of the Brisa, the Tmura part of the Brisa was speaking very generally and the Zevach part of the Brisa was speaking very fine-tuned. And then the Gemara closes with one quick question, what is the difference between, uh, why, why did we make this distinction? Because, The reason why is because of the nature of the brysa. The brysa, when it comes to the can be speaking globally. And when it comes to the zebach, it can't be speaking globally. So therefore, we left it as is. We'll stop right here at Rab and pick up tomorrow Tzashem, at 8.40, four lines down on an Aleph, Amid Aleph. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow.